Welcome to the Weekly Investment Outlook podcast from Deutsche Bank's International Private Bank, looking at the most important issues for investors in the week ahead. Welcome to the Weekly Investment Outlook podcast from Deutsche Bank's Private Bank for the week starting today, January 10th, 2022. We'll be looking at the most important issues for investors in the week ahead and what's been driving markets in 2022 so far. My name is Graham Richardson, and I'm here with Deepak Puri, our Chief Investment Officer for the Americas. Deepak, having said in my introduction that I want to talk about what's driving markets now, I'd actually like to start with a, just a quick recap of some key market figures for 2021. Could you just give me a few? Absolutely, Graham. Happy New Year to all our listeners and to you as well, Graham. Uh, nice to be back on this podcast. You know, 2021 would probably go down in the annals of history as one of the most bizarre uh, year, given that we were still in the middle of the pandemic, and yet the markets were able to really have very strong performance across the board. S&P was up around 27% uh, for the full calendar year. It was the third straight year for the markets to be on the positive side. S&P, interestingly, also beat NASDAQ for the first time since 2016, and only the second time since 2010 that it was able to outperform NASDAQ. Um, it, uh, the index also reached 70 all-time new highs, which is second uh, most number of all-time highs that it, uh, it reached. The three-year price return for the index was also above 90%. And you have to go back all the way to 1999 to see that kind of, uh, you know, three-year, uh, moving three-year return expectation. Um, on the style perspective, again, both very strong growth and value, but growth was able to outperform value by over uh, around 450 basis points. So overall, a very strong year for the markets. I think as long as you were invested in the markets, you, you did relatively well. So as you say, an extraordinary combination of, of market performance given the pandemic and what else was going on. But looking at the market so far in 2022, I think last week there were two events which really were as a market moving, namely the FMC minutes, which in a sense was a predictor of what might lie ahead, and also the employment report for December published last Friday. Can you summarize what these told us, these numbers told us about what's likely to happen? Right. So first of all, you know, it's very, um, the probability is high that when you end uh, a year with such high numbers, like over 20%, that the following quarter, so the first quarter of the following year tends to be a little bit more volatile and the tendency for the markets to go down is, is relatively high. And it, that particular tendency wasn't helped by those two reports that you just alluded to. The FMC minutes, and these were from the December meeting, really highlighted the discussion around policy normalization, um, which now could happen at a faster pace uh, given the strong economic growth, higher inflation number, and uh, also the non-farm payroll number that we got last week, which showed um, unemployment rate at 3.9%. So officials now expect uh, this three-pronged approach of uh, tapering, which is the asset purchase program, to really get on an overdrive. 
which would then make a road for the rate hikes and then balance sheet reduction. The balance sheet is currently at around $9 trillion. And the expectation is, at least from the Fed speak, uh, that that can work concurrently with the rate increases. So uh, I think the markets now needs to price in a higher cost of capital. And hence, a lot of the big tech names and uh, names on the growth side, which have been uh, the beneficiary of low cost of capital, are coming under pressure. Uh, from the non-farm payroll numbers from last week, I think uh, it was a little bit of a confusing report because the household report only showed 199,000 of gains. But if you look at the establishment report, which is the business payroll, was showing 650,000 um, new jobs uh, or people more employed, which means that a lot of people are using self-employment to get into the market force, uh, which tends to be another positive indicator. So I think now the Fed really has both the inflation metric and also the employment metric uh, to really start uh, going on this um, you know, monetary tightening. But obviously we're, we're still in, in rather an uncertain environment uh, given Omicron and other factors. And if you're looking forward to data coming out this week, what do you think are the key points we should look for? So again, it's going to be a, a relatively busy week, uh, you know, from a macro perspective. I think the key number is going to be the CPI number for December. Keep in mind the one for November, which was at 6.4%, was at a 40-year high. We expect that to increase even slightly more to around 7.1% year over year. So that's going to be another, you know, sort of a market moving number potentially. And then you're going to get some insight in terms of how the consumers are coping with Omicron uh, via retail sales number and the University of Michigan consumer sentiment indicator. I expect, uh, given the survey timeline, that you are going to start to see a little bit of a downward trend in both of these, um, you know, data streams. Um, also keep in mind, the Graham, we are going to have confirmation hearings for both Fed Chair Powell on January 11th and then uh, Governor Brennard for the vice chair position, which is scheduled for January 13th. And last but not the least, the earnings season for the fourth quarter is going to kickstart on January 14th with a lot of financials reporting. Um, you know, the fourth quarter earnings expectations is still uh, above 21%, uh, which would be the fourth consecutive quarter where the EPS growth has come over 20%. Now, that is going to take a massive uh, change once we enter 2022 because the EPS growth rate is expected to go from 45%, which was the, for the full calendar year of 2021, to below 10%. Right now, it's around 9.1% for 2022. So the markets need to not only adjust to a, a monetary tightening, you also need to readjust and recalibrate for less profit margins and lower EPS growth come 2022, which we are already here, I guess. Yeah, we, we, we certainly are. And facing up to, I think, as you pointed out, a really complex and, and fluid and very interesting investment environment. And, and thank you, Deepak, for such a succinct analysis of it and the um, Fed's possible policy response. Plenty to look forward to here, I think, in coming weeks. We've been listening to Deepak Puri, our Chief Investment Officer for the Americas at Deutsche Bank's private bank. Thank you all very much for listening to our weekly Investment Outlook podcast. See you next week. This podcast may be considered marketing material. 
The value of an investment can fall as well as rise, and you might not get back the amount you originally invested. The services described in this podcast are provided by Deutsche Bank AG or by its subsidiaries and or affiliates in accordance with appropriate local legislation and regulation. Deutsche Bank AG is subject to comprehensive supervision by the European Central Bank, ECB, by Germany's Federal Financial Supervisory Authority, BaFin, and by Germany's Central Bank, Deutsche Bundesbank. Brokerage services in the United States are offered through Deutsche Bank Securities Incorporated, a broker-dealer and registered investment advisor which conducts investment banking and securities activities in the United States. Deutsche Bank Securities Incorporated is a member of FINRA, NYSE and SIPC. Lending and banking services in the United States are offered through Deutsche Bank Trust Company Americas, member FDIC and other members of the Deutsche Bank Group. The product, services, information and or materials referred to within this podcast may not be available for residents of certain jurisdictions. Copyright 2021, Deutsche Bank AG and or its subsidiaries. All rights reserved. This podcast may not be used, reproduced, copied or modified without the written consent of Deutsche Bank AG.